Hey guys, this is the Hard Time Strongman Podcast, Dreaming of a Bear Class of Man. And today we're joined by Zach from Atropus Concepts. And we're going to be diving into radio, TACOM, SDR, SIGINT, all of it. Zach, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate having you. All right. So for people that don't know, you just want to dig into a little bit of your history, give yourself a, you know, an introduction, who you are, what you do, you know, what your mission statement is. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Zafar. Um, people just call me Zach. Uh, it's easier. <laughs> um, I am the owner of Atropos Concepts, and we are a tactical radio training company um, based out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And um, I teach people how to use radios and how to protect themselves. Uh, so we teach three different classes. We teach personal radio protection, which is teaching you how to use a radio. We have tactical RTO, which is radio transmission um, operation. And we teach people um, SIGINT. So we have a SIGINT class. And SIGINT is signals intelligence. Um, our mission statement um, is radio check. We just, uh, that's the motto, radio check. And that's really just keeping people together and communicated. Um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. How long you been yeah. This? So, say again. How long you been doing this? Yeah. So I've only been doing this for about a year. We've had significant the, the amount of people reaching out for radio education is crazy. A lot of people reach out to uh, companies like NC Scout, where they reach out to. Um, uh, other, other, uh, I think Mojave Repeater does one as well. A couple other companies. Um, there's one in Wyoming as well. A lot of people are very interested in education, but the issue is geographics um, and and mm-hmm. money. Uh, a lot of these classes are in the thousands, or and and the uh, the the issue is the amount of people that want this education, um, but are unable to find it. So we we found it in January. Uh, we have 16 person classes. And I think we've filled up every single class since February. Um, wow. Congrats, man. My, my whole goal with this, with the company is to teach as many people as possible. These, uh, these, uh, fundamentals. So my group, my own personal prepping group, we work on, um, on knowledge transfers. So we'll send one person to go take a class and then they'll teach the whole group. My whole goal is not cool. just to teach, not to take money from every single person in America to learn this knowledge. But to have make sure every single group that's working, or every single militia group, every single person that's fighting for our our um, our rights is knowledgeable on all this on 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 this uh, education. That yeah, that's great, man. I mean, so what are three you know basic uh, you know basic tasks as you know as far as the you know, the infantry the you know fighting side goes, right? Shoot, move, communicate. So being able to communicate effectively, you know, with the infrastructure, with the technology that we have, it's, you know, it's huge. And like you said, there's, you know, we're, we're seeing more of it in the, in the combo side of the house where people are getting into it, but there's not a lot of people with the TACOM side who are, you know, putting out, putting out this information, putting out these classes. So where do you actually get this skill set? Where do you earn the skill set from? Yes. So, um, so right now I'm actively United States Air Force, um, I've done uh, four years as a signals intelligence analyst. Previously, Army RTO, um, radio transmission operation. Um, okay. I did that for about uh, three, two, two and a half, three years. Um, so I have the skill set from both sides. I decided, you know, the, the, the being a grunt doesn't really, you know, 
it's it, I, I'd rather be in air conditioned rooms, especially with the Air Force. Um, <laughs> so the the army, so the RTO side, I learned, you know, I, I learned the the traditional commo, and then over to the second side, I learned a different side of communication that people don't they often overlook. And I'm trying to bring that out. Um, so so you mentioned um, shoot move communicate. Unfortunately, communication is something that most of the community really overlooks. Um, um, we'll get into the to the weeds later, but I'm I'm a self-diagnosed Balfang hater, um, and I say that with with the bottom of my heart. I love Balfangs; they're they're great. I can do everything with them. But the number one thing I hear from people in this industry or in this community is that they say that they can't afford the radio um, with encryption or the radio that'll secure them. But the issue, but then they spend a thousand dollars on on their second or third suppressor. Um, when when mm. when the radios, these these uh, like the Motorola XCS twenty five hundred and five thousand series, those are the radios that I work with the most, and I actually sell them. Um, those radios, I mean, they're only four hundred dollars. I mean, I can I found one um, for I, I bought sixteen of them for a hundred a hundred and five dollars, um, and then re, um, reselling them for about three hundred dollars. I mean, you can find them pretty pretty cheap. So the 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 um, the community saying that things are too expensive is is just I mean they just don't know how to find it. So the whole another thing that I put out for my company is we we've, we've been putting out um <clears throat> videos on how to find this equipment for cheap, um, and then how to verify that it's that it's uh has encryption capability. Back in I think about a, a couple of, like six months ago. Maybe it was more when Shinzo Abe was assassinated in Japan. The Japanese government cracked down on the use of uh, of certain parts for their people, and they effectively banned the use of radio equipment like Balfangs and um, XCS twenty five hundreds from their citizens. Oh wow! Holy crap! <clears throat> and after that, there was a rush of hundreds, thousands of XCS twenty five hundreds and other radios posted on eBay. Um, I picked mm-hmm. up. I think I picked up 38 radios and I think I paid Dude. like 1500 bucks. Yes. <clears throat> which is like crazy because they're like 500 bucks a radio, but they were selling them for like 90 bucks a radio. So big, big difference. But, and right. during that whole rush, the only people that were buying these radios from these sites were people like me. I'm sure my competitors were also buying these. And other than that, I don't know. Um, but, People in this community definitely need to need to learn this knowledge. That way, they can protect themselves. Right. Well, and it's got to be a a priorities issue, right? Right. Because not many issue, like you said, you know, people, you know, building out their third AR, find their second suppressor, or you know, whatever. But for whatever reason, I just by and large, I feel like people slack on the medical side, and people slack on the combo side. Of course. Yeah. For whatever reason you know people say it's not sexy people say it's just you know there's that skills gap and just that knowledge base that people don't have they feel threatened by that they want the the quick fix but yeah. you know just I mean, buying I'll, equipment I'll, I'll be the one to admit it's crazy I mean, i'm huge on camo and i'm huge on guns um you know got night vision all that stuff but honestly i don't think i have a fully fleshed out ccc medkit right now mm. <laughs> so i, I think that's yeah. something i well, need to work on as well yeah, I mean it's a lot. We just had um we haven't 
release the episode yet, but we just did an episode with Lance from Cellus Dynamics, and we talked about that a little bit. But I mean, it's just so much, you know. And you know, people that you know, I, I mean, hell, me, I get, I get, you know, overwhelmed with the combo side. Not just what radio to get, but I mean, you know, talking about SIG and you know, you have SDR, you have things like the Flipper Zero, you have, you know, all this, you know, this huge spectrum of stuff. And it's like, what do you even do with that if you're not already in it? So, so building into TACOM, right? So TACOM, yeah. you know, you're using it to organize. So you have two or more people, you're, you know, obviously trying to keep your offset, keep your comsec, not have other people right. hear you, but still relay the information that you need. So, you know, talking about these organized groups, so militias, you know, et cetera, at all, what does that, what does that look like for people, you know, starting out? Because we're used to having, you know, being a former military, we're used to having this huge infrastructure. You know, we're used to be able to just go down to the supply cage, grab what we need to do and, you know, head out the door. But right. obviously, you know, unless right. you're a hell of a lot more blessed than I am and you have a lot better buddies than I do, you know, that, that's not your context. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Where so, can people so, I mean, start to get in that direction? Yeah. So I, I, um, you know, I, I lived in the days where, you know, rocking a PRC 117 golf was all hell. But um, realistically, we can't get our, uh, as civilians, we can't get our hands on, on proper equipment. And even equipment standardization for small groups is a very hard thing with TACOM. The issue with TACOM yeah. is that Balfangs are great. You know, I, I talked about being a Balfang hater. But when we're talking about security and we're talking about other fundamentals, it's great to have other radios, but the issue is standardization. Um, TACOM, unfortunately, as a civilian, I mean, military, we didn't have an issue. Everybody carried a PRC. Um, and everyone had, you know, you had your RTO with the, their, um, their, their key loader and, and, and yeah. the, uh, getting all zeroed out and whatnot and having to load everything every time. But um, as a civilian, our issue is that um, we, we, we unfortunately don't have access to the same equipment the military does. And the standardization of that equipment is much harder. Um, if you have people that have a Balfang versus if you have people that have a Motorola, um, as a group, the best way to approach it is really, I mean, I wouldn't say the cheapest route. Obviously, I use Balfangs as trainers. Balfangs are great to train with radio communications. Um, mm. Great to, if you're if you're really just stepping into the weeds um, and you want to get into traffic handling and all this other stuff, um, Balfangs are amazing. Um, but when we try to advance, we want to strive for something that's more secure. So the number one thing that I, I recommend to people um, is a Motorola. Um, and Motorola is just one of those brands that just is very reliable. Um, obviously, I've seen, I've worked with other brands like Yesus and other brands, um, uh, Chinese brands and whatnot. And they, they, they're, they, they're great radios. and um, They're easily accessible by people. But the issue um, comes down to uh, reliability and security so the the motorola is right now um the generation 3 motorola xts 2500 is currently used by the marine corps as the prc 153 um mm. and since it's been adopted by the marine corps and it's currently used by the marine corps and it's also available to the civilian market we finally entered one of these zones where you know Night vision wasn't originally available to the 
public. Um, uh, right. Some some weapons. Uh, I mean, even the even the Glock nineteen and the Sig M seventeen were not originally open to the public. Um, they weren't they weren't public public weapons. And then and then once right. Glock lost the contract, they're like, screw, we're going to release it as a public firearm. Um, mm. And and these Motorola's are kind of in the same area where it's like the the military has this tool and we finally have access to it and you would think people were running out in droves to get it no they're not they're like oh why do i need it i don't i don't need it <clears throat> and um yeah so 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 as a group tacom here with, with uh like the, the tactical communications aspect when we're talking about tacom we're not just talking about um the, the communications aspect, which is great. Being able to communicate as a group is, is amazing. And I, I, I kind of double crossed that. I, I told myself, and I, I told you guys that um, TACOM is all about communication, which is 100% true, except it's also about OPSEC. TACOM touches huge on OPSEC and other fundamentals of, of security. So when we're talking about M- MCOM, we're kind of just throwing ourselves out there. We're saying, hey, I need help. Here's my full name. Here's my date of birth. Here's where I live. Here's where I'm currently at. Call my tell my wife I love her. Here's her name. Here's her social social security number. Blah, you blah, blah, you blah. want people to you right, want right. people to have your information. You, you want people, you want to, people find you. to find you. You want people to know exactly where you are. Um, and TACOM, the issue people fall into with the bow things is that they um, they think that they have like a level of um, of, of security. So bow things have this thing called DT, uh, DTCSS codes um, and mm. or CTCSS codes. Um, and what that allows you to do is to prevent yourself from hearing other people on your frequency. And there was this Maryland militia that I, I, I joined one of their trainings, one of their um, SUT trainings, because I was just curious, you know, I just wanted to um, join in on, on a small tactics training. Um, and I, 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 I was talking to their, their, their commo guy, their, their commo self-proclaimed expert, and they were using these codes to mask their whole identity, which is not a, it's not, doesn't help you at all. It just prevents you from hearing other people on the frequency. It doesn't prevent other people from hearing you. Um, it says that in the, it says that in the instruction manual. Yeah. So, and then, like, so, <laughs> yeah. So, so the, and then the, so groups are using these and they're, they're being told that these are, are appropriate ways of, of securing yourself um, uh, so I, I i love nc scout you know foul things are great but i i um his whole encryption um so so nc scout released the book the gorilla's guide to the bell thing um we're talking about right. tacom talked about traffic handling talked about all that stuff um related to securing communication with a bell thing his solution to security on a bell thing was attaching a laptop to your Baofeng requiring that you have Wi-Fi and using your Baof, you're using your, your laptop to take um, digital media and transfer that through the airwaves and received by another Baofeng, which goes to another laptop. The issue with that and it gets decoded everything. You yeah. need, you need first, you need Wi-Fi on your laptop or data, which is your, you're connected to a cell tower. So you just basically screwed yourself. Yep. Um, and not people are not going to be carrying a laptop 
around with him everywhere. I mean, I do, but that's because I'm the the the, the, the SIG insultant. <laughs> so, but that also, I'm sorry to cut you off. It also kind of defeats the point of a bail of thing, course. No, you of know, course. with it being twenty dollars and expendable and everything, yeah. carrying around, you know, who knows how much mm-hmm. extra equipment? Yeah, yeah that is making the, the, sense. The other, so so what he says in his book, he says two things. He says either you do this, or you do something like brevity codes and uh, one time passwords, which is great. Mm-hmm. I, I am 100% in favor of people using brevity codes, one-time pads, et cetera, mm-hmm. stuff to keep right. keep their information secure. Unfortunately, though, um, if you, if you, I mean, you, you fall into the issue where you, um, it's, it's a lot, one, it's a lot of training, it's a lot of uh, teaching people different codes and whatnot. If you, um, uh, there, there, there's this really good. There's this uh, show called Mr. Robot that I watched a long time ago. It's like this hacker guy that's uh, in New York City or whatnot, and he hacks okay. this 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 uh this this gang um, which is using codes like um, going to the sandwich shop means I'm gonna go rob a store or something, and he he basically hacks that that, that gang or whatnot. And the issue is when we're talking about or, or another example is is in uh, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda in in um in in Afghanistan used codes like, um I got a bunch of pineapples and that meant a bunch of grenades or I have um some some uh some some um I'm bringing some dragons over and that that you know eventually your enemy is going to learn these codes, um and if you're yeah. constantly spewing them on the airwaves the enemy is going to learn learn your codes, um, I talk uh, my my whole goal, or my, my whole spiel is about encryption um and a lot of people tell me that yes encryption is not 100 guaranteed but nothing's guaranteed um and encryption i mean yes someone gains access to a radio you lose encryption for that um for that uh at least that encryption so that's why you have backups and backups for your backups mm-hmm. and backups for your backup backups so you you, you know you, you have um you, you keep that locked down um the the Balfang, unfortunately, the major issue with that with with the Balfang comes down to um, security. I mean, it's it's great for. I mean, Balfangs are great for. Um, they're cheap. They're expendable. I can lose a Balfang and not be out three hundred dollars. Um, I think I've lost like five of them. I don't really care. Um, I literally so so one of the things I do, and we'll, we'll touch on this when we get to the SCR and Sigin part, but. Um, when I teach people how to find other people, I use a Balfang. Um, I, I I take a Balfang, I plug a um, iPod Touch into a Balfang, an old iPod Touch because I'm not I don't care if it if it dies, and I play Rickroll on a Balfang, and I put it inside of an ammo can, a 30 cal ammo can, and I go throw it in the woods, and I tell people to go find it, not not using oh not using anything other than SDR. And that's cool. Teaching people how easy it is to find a Balfang because they are very easy to find. Um, yeah. So, so in ham radio, it's called fox hunting, where you, you it's a whole sport dedicated to finding um, people who are illegally broadcasting or whatever. I don't know a bunch of old dudes do it, and they actually use Balfangs for it. They all they use they literally use Balfangs for it. Um, uh. and you. So, so it's literally a, it's, it's the, uh, the FBI does it. The FBI uses Balfangs for it. I mean, everybody's using Balfangs for, for find as training tools to find, um, to, to find suspects, to find the, to find people. 
Uh, I'm sure the Close military does. Denominator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're at we're at a crossroads where we say, oh, we want we want to use the Balfang for our for our group for security purposes, but the whole all of your enemies, whether that be the state or other groups, are using that device as a training method to to find to find. Hey guys, Seven from the Hard Time Strongman Podcast here to bring a quick word from our newest sponsor, Blackbeard Firestarters. We first saw Blackbeard Firestarter a few years ago, and after seeing what the product can do, it's been our kit ever since. Their Firestarter rope and their fire plugs are windproof, waterproof, dummy-proof, they have an insane burn time, and like anything else that they offer, it just works. Besides their Firestarters, they offer an arc lighter, ferro rod, Stormproof matches, basically anything that you need to get a fire started. To better equip you, we cherry picked their inventory and made our Hard Time Strongman Fire Kit. Basically, our essentials kit for anything that you can need to get a fire started. But besides that, they're offering 10% off anything in their store when you use the code STRONGMEN. We love the guys at Blackbeard Firestarter. We love what they're doing. We trust them and we trust their products. And we honestly can't recommend them enough. Make sure to check them out online at blackbeardfire.com or on Instagram at blackbeardfire. Huge shout out to the guys at Blackbeard Fire for working with us and for bringing the fire. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Hey, everybody, this is Six and Seven with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. We are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and Discord. Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on, everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we'll be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you'll get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting. You like ARs? Come talk to us about it. You like 4x4 vehicles and prepping? Come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm? Come talk to us about all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Now back to the episode. Great to something that actually has some form of information. Yes. Yeah, so so obviously um, every group should have a pace plan. Um, case plans are huge. I think civil Sentinel will touch on them. Um, if not, case plan, what it is, it's uh, primary, alternate, contingency, and emergency. Um, primary right. for me is using that encryption. Obviously, not everyone has access to that. Realistically, a Balfang helps you a lot. There are other types of radio communication, like DMR, um, which is digital mobile radio. Um, DMR is great too. But the issue with DMR is the infrastructure. <clears throat> so people usually will will automatically go to the Balfang, and then if they say they don't like the Balfang um, for 
and security, they'll go to something called DM. They'll go to DMR, and DMR allows. There's a lot of companies. Itera is one of them. Rangeland Comms is another one. I've worked with Rangeland before. Um, I have a couple of other radios. Um, and Rangeland, their radios are DMR. They're only like two hundred dollars, and they claim to have AES two fifty six encryption on their radio, which is a great. That's the same encryption that you should have that I have on a Motorola. The issue with DMR is the infrastructure. DMR in most areas, D- DMR can work like analog, where it talks from one radio to another without um, infrastructure with between areas. But in most cases, DMR works following already prepared infrastructure like repeaters. You can't talk very far on a DMR radio without a repeater like you can with analog. On an analog radio, on my mobile radio I have in my car, albeit it is connected to my car battery, so I'm getting more wattage, but with a 50-watt radio, I'm getting about 30 miles on UHF, which is amazing. That's amazing wow. on UHF. Yeah. I can, wow. I mean, so I'm, I'm in, uh, I'm in um, right south of, south, uh, no, I'm, I'm west of Baltimore, and I'm able to communicate with friends that are down in Alexandria with um alexandria virginia with uhf which is crazy with 50 watts or that's impressive watts, which is super that impressive is crazy with dmr yes you get the security but the issue is you're sacrificing your security for if you if you don't use already created already uh created infrastructure your max range is probably like a mile um maybe even less um and then with 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 create infrastructure you can get pretty far but that's that defeats the whole purpose of aes if, if your mm-hmm. whole purpose of aes is so that someone doesn't take your information using a repeater where you're literally sending that information to a repeater and that repeater is collecting all your information and collecting all your um all, all your communication then that defeats the whole purpose so you, yeah. you, you kind of go back into that cycle with the bow thing where you, you hit the point where it's like well you're defeating the purpose so then after right. the dmr people will usually fall into um, deciding to go with um, um, radios that are more oriented towards um, like ham. Um, so a lot of people decided uh, decide that they want to get their ham ham radio um, license as a technician um, to get into Hamo. But the issue with that is just the culture. So ham is ham is ham is great. Um, one, there's no security at all. Absolutely no security. Every FUD is listening to you. Everyone can hear you. But the great thing with ham is the distance. So there's diff- there's two different kinds of propagation that you use for radio communication. And by propagation, I mean like method of communication or a method of transmission. There's two things. It's called ground wave propagation, which means that the waves are following the curvature of the earth, which usually comes down to line of sight. <clears throat> and then there's skyway propagation. Skyway propagation, great thing. We used it in um, Humvees back in the day. You know, you, know, you have your big radio inside your Humvee and you have your antenna that's on top and it's pointing right up at the sky and you're able to get comms from like 100, 200 miles away. Skyway propagation uses um, the electromagnetic um, spectrum by bouncing radio waves off of Earth ionosphere, crazy. It's 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 insane. Holy crap! But what I could do Amazing. with with skywave propagation with ham radio is I can talk from here in Texas right now. 
Um, wow. <laughs> I can talk from here, here to Texas. I can talk from here to Montana. Um, and, and what, what and that's without uh, infrastructure. Yeah. And that's completely without infrastructure. Um, wow. and ham radio, the reason why people get into ham radio for that use is when there is a shit hit the fan situation. Um, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, I, 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 for one think it'll be a lot like, uh, the 86 or, or I think 83 red dawn, um, where it's like, you have, you have a group in, in Montana and then a group in Wyoming and a group in Colorado and they're yeah. all talking to each other and they're all separated. And they, um, I mean, I mean, we, we live in a, in a world where, um, the, the, the red to blue map is not exactly like, like it was in 1861 where it's, yeah. mm-hmm. um, established borders. There's going to be a lot of people behind enemy lines and ham radio kind of brings people together, but that's not, that's not diving into TACOM. Ham radio is incredibly unsecure. Um, you have no security. You have everyone can hear you. Um, and then, I mean, realistically, after that, you don't have much. You have like hand signals and uh, um, smoke signals. Um, mirrors. Yeah. Mirrors. Oh, yeah, yeah, mirrors. <laughs> flags. Flags are a good one. Right. Um, I mean, I, I screw it. I mean, when I was in um, AIT, I, I had to learn Morse code. Um, Goodness so, sakes. That's a lost art. It is a lost. Time. I'm trying to right now. It is so much, man. Yeah, no, it is um, so much. I, I barely remember it, but I mean, I could probably still do it. Um, and I mean, that old art is still used. I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, so Sigan and Sigan um, uh, universes, we and Sigan classrooms, we still teach. We still teach Morse code. Um, well, because the because the information is so small, you can just shoot that super far, right? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Um, so yeah, so, um, and, and I mean, for the average person, when we're talking about like, I should have situation, we're talking about like, like I, I always, number one, political instability. That's my thing. Political instability. That's what it's going to be, in my opinion. Um, the average Karen with an AK-47 in downtown Baltimore doesn't know Morse code, but the government does. So a lot of groups are weighing there, I mean, if you're in if you're in rural Wyoming, sure, ham radio will be great for you. But if you're in the city, it probably won't be. And that's the same thing for yeah. things like Morse code. Um, it you, you just really these groups groups have to um, weigh their their the odds of of groups in their area having access to different uh, materials and tools. Right. So going back to encryption. Because there's a lot of misconceptions there. So, what is encryption generally like? Super like low level. How does it work? And then, so like, what 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 can it do and what can it do? Yeah. So, um, there's two types of um of like uh protective um infrastructure or protective networking that we we really go over. Um, and it's either encapsulation or encryption. Um. All my IT guys out there know what encapsulation is. Encapsulation is basically taking your data and um, covering, like, basically covering a sheet over it and saying that this is something else. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't provide any protection whatsoever. It just makes your data look like something else that it's that it's not in order to protect it. It doesn't actually protect it. doesn't put a key on it. Um, it's like camouflaging. Yeah, it's just like camouflaging. Um, and encapsulation 
I, I mean, encoding is another thing, just like encapsulation, which is changing your thing to make it look like something else. Um, encapsulation is what what um, what people are basically doing with the BAL thing, what, what NC Scout recommends for the BAL thing. Um, it's not even real encryption. It's just encapsulation. It's just making the BAL thing data look like something else, transmitting it into digital, um, and then sending it, and then taking it and, and bringing it together. Um, and that, that does nothing. It, I mean, it does nothing. And then encryption, so the base level of encryption, from the basic, um, so encryption is taking data and completely jumbling it, completely jumbling it and putting a lock on it. You're completely changing it and you're putting a lock. On it. So AES-256 encryption is crazy. Um, the reason it's 256 is a 256-bit um, um, basically password to get access to that data. So my my encryption keys when I have my um, for for my for my Motorola's I think my AES two six encryption key is like eighteen characters long, and it starts with a it's like backslash exclamation mark question mark A through Z one through ten, and it's like eighteen oh characters long. It, it's it's it would take you. There's a lot of a lot of speculation out there that so AES two six so has a sister called SHA-256. And SHA-256 encryption was created by the National Security Agency or for use by U.S. businesses. It was com It's completely open source. And there's a lot of speculation out there that says that the government or other, other corporations have access to maybe backdoors or whatnot to this, to this stuff. But realistically, no. Because, because of how AES was created and this these encryption keys were created, it's so secure that it really was like we screwed ourselves the government probably said we're like crap we made something too secure and now everybody has it and everybody is able to secure it and secure it from us i remember talking to a data scientist at yale and he told me that a single aes 256 encryption key which is the same encryption key that i use on my motorola's would take 10,000 years to crack 10,000 years Holy to brute force with what Yale's supercomputer. And that's a oh that God. and that's a $32 million supercomputer. That's so insane. the government created something that's pretty much um I mean it, it's 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 terrifying. But it's good. You know, I'm 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 the biggest proponent on the planet of the Constitution, free speech, second amendment, amendment etc. and these encry encryption is the number one protector of free speech. If anything were to happen, just get on, use your encryption. Um, now, yes, I, 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 <clears throat> um, a lot of people out there will say, yes, encryption is great, but what happens when you lose your radio to the enemy? What happens when you, the enemy gets access to your encryption key? What happens when um, the, the enemy um, somehow breaks your encryption key? Who knows? Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the data scientist that I spoke to when he said 10,000 years to crack one, one encryption key, that's one encryption key, not every encryption key on the planet. That's one singular creep, one singular key. So wow. on Motorola's, Jesus. we have a thing called over the air provisioning, which is literally just 
sending that if you push a button and you're able to instantly change the encryption key for all your radios, pretty much. And I can, wow. if we have a radio that falls into enemy hands, I can reprovision, I can reprovision every encryption key on my entire group's radios in the field. Not, I don't need a laptop or any. I'm, I, I need my key loader, but I carry that anyway, anyways. Um, and and my key loader, it's not like it's a set of a list of keys that it's it's loading. It generates a random key every time. It's random, completely random oh every gosh. time. That's insane. So what people do? And what Motorola do you? Use? I'm sorry, what Motorola do you? Yeah, so I use, use the XCS twenty five hundred, um, and the five thousand series. Those are, in my opinion, the best. Just not because of how great they are. The Motorola makes much better radios, but because of how widespread they are. Um, yeah. I, I I am the proponent of if if the government uses it, the Marine Corps uses it. If I mean the Marine, the military used night vision for the longest time, and civilians are just starting to get into it. Um, the military uses um, these these Motorola XCS twenty five hundreds. Why why can't we? It's like the same conversation yeah. that uh, Second Amendment advocates say about. Um, the government has machine guns. We should too. I agree. I hundred percent agree. Right. Um, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. And I followed the same philosophy with radio. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Which luckily we do have access to these, uh, these platforms, which is great. Um, and if the military uses it to secure their comms, I can use it to secure mine. What a cool tool. Um, so, and you know what, it made me think of an earlier conversation or earlier part of the conversation that we had about, um, you know, why people slack off on, on combo specifically. And I think it's because we're so interconnected now yeah, with course. our phones and social media and everything. And, you know, if you did, if you had, you know, you showed someone this like 20, 30 years ago when this, you know, when phones weren't as prevalent, when, you know, we weren't so like ingrained and intertwined with everybody. I mean, I think it would have taken off way, way more. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah. The, the, huge issue i see with these with with groups is that they use source they use uh, platforms like telegram and they think that that is the solution um their their communication issue now the issue with that is shtf um what what happens when shit hits the fan um the first thing and this this isn't you know this isn't me as a um this is not classified this is not i mean this has been seen by every conflict that we've ever been in every conflict that every um that every every recent civil war i mean just look at russia the recent uh, uprising that happened in russia the first thing the government did was closed communication networks first thing yeah very first thing is first people start freaking out and they all decide to talk to each other figure out and they pass information along and the government says screw that we're closing the channels and then you can't talk to each other anymore. Telegram is not yeah. going to work when you can't use um, cell towers, when right. you can't use Wi-Fi, and your yeah. ISP shuts you off. You, you're not going to be able to use yeah. that. My group, my prepping group, we all have. Um, I, I set a um, a goal for everybody to get a Motorola, um, and I help them get one. Um, most most people have one, um, and and the, we literally have a. Um, a decision that when something happens, when everyone collectively decides and sees that there is no communication, we will all get on and talk to each other. And groups need to find cool. that. 
Um, they need to find something yeah. like that. Um, I mean, most recently, um, a, a friend of mine who's in my group, um, we recently had a, a, a big tornado issue here, here in Maryland. Crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, I think a tornado totally ripped through Woodbridge, Virginia and, and trashed the whole place. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, a friend of mine, he did exactly what he was told to do. I did exactly what I was told to do. And, you know, I kind of used it as a, uh, as a learning, a learning, um, aspect. Uh, I mean, only he got on, but that's fine because it wasn't a real thing. But when, when his communication went out, when his signal stopped working, uh, first thing he did was hopped on the radio and said, radio check. And I heard him cool. and I said, check, check. And made sure everything was good. Uh, told him, yeah, no, just a, just a tornado, nothing crazy, you know, not 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 nuclear war, nothing nothing apocalyptic, just just a tornado. Um, and and right. that was a great a great um, learning activity because if if groups in the future, if if shit hits the fan, they're not going to know when something happens. They're just going to wake up one morning and the communications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when well, you're, and and that's when that you know to, that something is about to be to snappy about it. When I, you know. A long time ago, when I was in AIT, it was like um, I was on a Navy base. I was stationed at um, uh, Naval Air Station Pensacola for about six months, and uh, for for, uh, for a training nice. there, CTR training. And we we knew something was about to happen whenever they served us surf and turf in the galley. We knew Ooh. it was going to hit the fan when they teach you when, when they when they feed you with lobster and, and steak. The next day after they teach you after they feed you steak and lobster, the next day after that, COVID lockdown happened. Mm. Uh. Um, <laughs> before that, um, that that was when I was in the Air Force or when I was Air Force Tech School. But before that, feed you steak, uh, uh, steak and lobster. Next day, whole platoon gets chewed out. Whole company gets chewed out, and everyone has to do PT. Um, you know, it's it, it's the same thing. When when the network goes down, when you can't uh, communicate anymore, um, that's when you know it's bad. And groups, unfortunately, yeah. are not compensating for that. Um, your Balfang is not going to get you very far. Balfang really works only on line of sight. Truly, a Motorola only does too. I mean, I, I'll I'll be honest, Motorola. Most Motorola's are not capable of transmitting more than five, I'd say ten miles max. <clears throat> but the issue is, so many groups have the same device that I mean. So that I, I um, being the SIGINT genius that I am, um, I I've been currently researching all the local um, communist militias in my area, um, mapping nice. out all their locations. Um, I, I infiltrated one of them and I, I was able to get their entire group roster where with all their addresses and their firearms list, um, everything that they have, no all their capabilities. Way. And I've, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they have, tell not, that story, please. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> so for the last, um, <laughs> for the last about six months or so, I've been, I've been infiltrating um, several groups like the Socialist Rifle Association. Um, there's a trans uh, collectivist organization. Now I go to these organizations. Say I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a heathen Jewish trans guy, um, trans woman. There's nice trans woman. Um, and I go to these organizations. I say, hey, I have not a lot of firearms experience. Teach me. They, they do. They give me all their SOBs. They give me all their TCPs. 
you know, I was, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm military, you know, I, I know shit, <laughs> but I pretend I don't. And the groups and, and, and right-wing groups are also guilty of this, where they give you all of their information. They give you all of um, their TTPs, all their radio stuff instantly. They give you, if, if you're in, if you join the group and they'll instantly give you everything. Um, I know the capabilities of every militia within a 25 mile radius of my home, right wing and left wing. Um, I know that the, excellent. the trans, the trans collectivist, uh, militia of Annapolis, Maryland has a TTP, which I, I, I could send this to the FBI. Oh. I haven't because, uh, it's kind of, um, it's it's not you know I'm not a snitch. It's too much fun. It's too much fun, and I don't want to I don't want to burn it burn any bridges just yet. But I probably will eventually. But the trans collectivist militia has a TTP that says, "Man, the first thing they're going to do is go to every Republican older gentleman above the age of seventy five and loot them." That's their first goal. Goodness. That's their first TTP. Their first TTP is, man. They're gonna loot oh every person my. with a Trump a Trump sign in their in their home that over the age God. of sixty five. Um, but I using using this knowledge, I figured out the the um the the radio equipment of every person, um every every person in these groups, and they're all using Balfangs. Every single one's using a Balfang, mm. and. I'll tell you what, there's not that many channels on GMRS, on the general mobile radio service, that you can use. So there's, um, Baofengs are really only good for about, I'd say, 25 frequencies. Now, obviously, in between the 25 frequencies, you have, like, hundreds. You have hundreds in between, you know. So I, I, I'm on 462. Obviously, there's 462.1, 462.2. Dot three, dot four, dot five, dot five, dot fifty, all these frequencies. But when you come down to it, the military has access to hundreds of thousands. And civilians, even with a Balfang, you only have access to probably about 600 channels total. Well, and how many of those guys are going to actually like program off of the default settings? Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure plenty of them you have. Know. And if they, even if they haven't, the amount of actual frequency space you have to work with. Um, is is not much. So the the chances of you just spouting out, "Hey guys, meet up at this place, meet up at this time, at this place, at this address," for uh for uh, gr- grouping up, and the the trans collectivist militia of Annapolis hearing your communication. I'm not saying it's high, but it's definitely probable. It's definitely probable. Um, and I, I, I fell into confusing. an issue, and I told my um, um, I haven't told my group this because it doesn't matter because we use encryption. Um, but the it's interesting because one of the communist militias in my area in the in DC uses the exact same frequency that I, my group does. One in a million Weird. chance, and they use the exact same frequency that I do. Doesn't matter because my group uses encryption, and. They actually don't even have the license to use my that frequency because I'm the only one in this area that's licensed to use it, but they still do because they don't care. Um, but it doesn't matter yeah. because I'm using encryption. So it, mm. everyone in the area is using a Balfang. Um, 
we can definitely talk about the the infiltration part. Wow. And I have I have all their SOPs, um, all their documents. I um, wow. they, they have a uh, they they recently they're they're going on a camping trip in a couple weeks, and oh they they released a document that has all of their um people that are going on the camping trip, as well as their <laughs> phone numbers, their addresses, the kind of car that they drive, the color of the car, their license plate number. The firearms that they're bringing, the um, the PP, the LBE that they're bringing, uh, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's 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 insane. Um, How much are are coyote traps in your area? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I I I, um, I could probably get one in Tractor Supply, lure one in. I was gonna say you could get like you know twenty or thirty of those uh you know foot traps. Yeah. If you already know where they're going, how many people are there? That is the dumbest. Yeah, that's it's, the dumbest it's, thing it's, I've heard in a not, while, man. Yeah, it's Congratulations. Not, it's not hard. <laughs> um, it's it's crazy because as a, I mean, I'm I'm a full libertarian, but still, I mean, the, the right wing has a ton of military libertarians, right wingers. It's all military guy, mostly military guys, and these the left wing they definitely recognize them. Um, mm-hmm. but oh, do they, so one of the, and I'll, 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 I'll send it to you guys afterwards. It's hilarious, but their, their whole, one of the things in their, um, their, uh, code of conduct is they do not allow military. They don't, no military allowed, no former what? military, no former <laughs> HLS, no former, not even Coast Guard. They don't allow anybody, no cops. They yeah. don't like cops. They don't Coast Guard, that doesn't even count. So it's 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 interesting wow. because these groups, you know, they're 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 they need the experience, but they say no one with the experience is allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely definitely a conversation for, for another time. But they that's hilarious. Um, yeah, and and um, if if right wing groups are thinking that I'm the only person that's doing this to left wing groups, they're wrong. And if they're also thinking that left-wing groups are not doing this to us, they're also wrong, because they are. Oh, 100%. In their, in their Discord, yeah. which they use Discord, because Discord bans right-wingers, but doesn't ban left-wingers. Who knows why? I know why. Um, we all do. We all do. Yeah, yeah. It probably has something to do with the fact that they're based in California, but who knows? No one's you talk about up. Thermite one time on the Discord, and everyone gets mad. I don't get it. Yeah, but... um, Listen, listen. Listen. Thermite, gallium. I mean, we've talked about a bunch of stuff. We've pissed people off, and it's great. Yeah, but um, so they 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 use Discord, and um, they they have previously posted in the past that um, screenshots of them inside of right wing groups. Um, yeah. and, and they, they've they've shown um they they've shown SIGINT. Um, so so these groups, um, the left wing groups actually, I'd say that they have more combo experience than the right wing groups in a lot of aspects because while they don't have a lot of experience as talking on radios like we do like military guys do um you know i i i I am so i i i i get some 11 bravos get an adrenaline rush from from shooting i get an adrenaline rush from talking on a radio um (laughs) but these these um groups are so used to listening their whole expertise is not Talking, it's listening, um, and they've they've actually perfected, in my opinion, SDR, which we'll talk about later. They've perfected it. 
Um, I guarantee you to every right wing group that there is a left wing. If there's a left wing group in your area, they're listening to you because um, they're they're really good at it. They're they're really good at it. Um, Interesting. So on that note, sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off, but let's di- let's dig into SIGINT. So what is SIGINT? Yeah, so so SIGINT is signals intelligence. So SIGINT, um, signals intelligence, um, that's literally all signal. That's everything that's going through the airwaves. If you think about it, 24-7, you have um, constant signals going, bouncing around through your home. Um, we... You know, as as humans, we didn't have such a huge cancer issue until about a hundred years ago when radio was 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 completely integrated into, mm. into society. But if you think about it, you constantly have radiation because signals are just I mean, um radio radio waves are just it's radiation. It's all radiation. And it's constantly going through us twenty four seven, through your home, through your through your dog, through your face, everywhere. It's it's going through everywhere. And SIGINT is the is the um, idea that you can capture this information and use it for intelligence purposes. Um, I mean, I can, um, from my home, I can listen to the Baltimore Police Department talk on their radios from my home, and I could probably use their radios, um, their, their their communication to plot um, plot on a map where they are because they they do they do status they do uh, status reports every once. Wow. And SIGINT is just the idea that we can use these principles for intelligence gathering purposes. Um, it's taking, it's basically taking TACOM, flipping it around and flipping it around on the person that's using it. Um, and when we talk about SIGINT for, for military purposes, for, for government purposes, it's crazy. There's supercomputers involved. There's, AWACS, there's you know crazy stuff that's billions of dollars AI worth. But for stuff, civilians, yeah. for civilians, we're talking about a, a, a often overlooked part um, called SDR. SDR, software defined radio, um, is um, basically a little twenty five, usually twenty five dollars. Um, I mean, I I think I bought it one a couple weeks ago, um, forty bucks. The new V3 for the RCLSDR, but usually 25 bucks. Buy, buy on Amazon, you buy it anywhere. I mean, I'm, they're even selling it in, um, in uh, um, oh crap, um, in radio stores. Never heard of that one. Seriously? Yeah, I forgot about the, I forgot the name. Um, radio Shack. Radio they're, they're selling it in Radio Shack. No now. way. Yeah, oh yeah. They, they sell, they all, they sell SDR in Radio Shack now. Um, there was one in Virginia. Wow. I, stopped, I stopped in a couple months ago. I saw, saw some SDR dongles in there. Um, so do you mean, so when you're saying signals, so not just radio signals, but like cell phones, Bluetooth, yeah, yeah, Wi-Fi, so it's everything. E- it's everything? Anything, anything that's wireless, really. Anything. Um, wow. So back in the day, we were able to get on Wireshark, uh, which is a platform, and basically just sit inside of a Starbucks or an internet cafe and listen to everybody talk in the whole internet cafe and view their information. Um, but you had to be connected to the same Wi-Fi. Nowadays, we can do the same thing, and I can be disconnected. I don't even have to be in the same city as you now um, to do the exact same thing. Wow! So what I can do, and um, in 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 cyber, um, they call it a man in the middle attack. But what you can do is, if you're in between someone and a cell tower, I can just 
put up an antenna and capture everything that's between you and the cell tower. Um, and that's you talking on the phone, that's you communicating, that's you. And then I suddenly have not all your data, but I mean, because a lot of it's encrypted, but I have, I know exactly where you are. Um, wow. And I know exactly who you are. Um, SIGINT is really the idea that we can capture all of this information. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not just radios. Um, I mean, another, another good example is, um, um, we went over cell phones, uh, radios, uh, I mean, even, even television is, is big now. Um, there, there's a, there's a world called, um, uh, IOT internet, internet of things. And I, it's the mm. idea that everything nowadays is connected to the internet. And that's good, more going to the cyber tangent, which I, I have experience with as well. But the internet of things is your coffee pot is Wi-Fi. Your, your fridge is Wi-Fi. Your smart fridge, your smart TV. We're all guilty of it. We all have at least a smart TV or something like that. Some people even have an Alexa. But the idea is that I can use, I mean, I, I can sit inside my, in my, um, in my office right now that I'm in currently, and I can use my SDR to capture information coming from my neighbor's Alexa. Um, wow. It's 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 very very strong equipment and tools now. Wow. Okay. So what does SDR do? So SDR is software defined radio. SDR basically simplifies um, these tools. So so. It's it's a little dongle. It's twenty five bucks usually on Amazon, eBay, etc. Buy it, throw it in your laptop, turn the drivers, uh, install the drivers, and suddenly you have access to the whole radio spectrum um, and the ability to view uh, pretty much everything based on the antenna that you're using. So SDR allows you to not just listen to traffic but visualize it. So I can I can see someone i can not just hear somebody talk on a frequency but i can pretty much see them talk in in in, in the way of uh seeing the actual uh radio wave like i can i see like a waterfall graph of what's going on um and in I real can, time real time 100 real time and wow. i can use that there, there's a bunch of different ways i can use that so using those principles i can actually Use that to geolocate you. I can use that to find exactly where you are, triangulate that, um, use power. So when we're talking about um, radios, going back into the commo, antennas, power is what you is what you want. When when people people always tell me they want to get like a twenty five foot whip antenna and then they fold it over so they look, and then they think that that's going to give them an extra ten miles of range. It's not going to give you anything. Power is what you're looking for. And when we're talking about SCR the power of that signal when it's getting to you, and especially if it's a Baofeng, Baofengs all use the same power. They all use the exact same power setting. Unless you change it, which nobody does, um, because there's only high and low. No one wants to use low, so they all use high. You can use, if, 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 the, if the power is 5 watts, and when it gets to you, it's 1 watt, you can use that to find exactly where it came from, how far away it SCR oh. allows you and gives you the tools to do some do stuff like that. Um, I was about to ask if you could actually use it to geolocate somebody, and that just answered my question. Yeah, yeah, 
So there's a big there's a big platform people use called Kraken SDR, and it's it's similar to the Army Wolfhound systems where you have uh, I think three or maybe it's four antennas. Um, right now it's too too big to put um, on your person, um, but I'm sure they'll come out with a new one soon. I mean, it doesn't take that long. But what people have been doing is they put it in their car, and you will pretty much latch on to a single signal. And you have your buddy, you know, your buddy turn on their radio and start talking into it. And you can literally find them in seconds. In seconds. And you can geolocate them down to 10 feet. Um, That's I mean, the same. <laughs> what was this program called? Crackness? Crack an SDR. Kraken. Um, you can get it for like 300 Kraken. bucks. Oh my God. Um, and you can just connect it to your car battery and drive around and find people. Um, there's a huge sport that a lot of old guys fall into called um, fox hunting. Fox hunting is basically what they do is they take a take an old ammo can. It's, it's, it's old, usually old military guys. So they take an old ammo can, they put a balfang in it, and then they connect the balfang to like an iPod, and then they play like a, a play um, like a song or something. And when you're far away from the radio, song is obviously going to be cutting out. So you're using a directional antenna, which allows you to only hear it from certain directions so you can direct and see exactly where it's coming from and then use the power of it with your SDR to determine how far away you are. So you're finding the direction and how far away you are. And that's without, that's handheld. That's handheld. That's I can, insane. I can, I can carry that in my backpack. Um, wow. So my group, we went to Milsom West in May and people thought I was a complete idiot. They, they, you know, people thought I was a moron, probably one of the first people to do this. But what I did was, I went to Lowe's. I bought one of those paint rollers, you know, those, those like 12 foot long paint rollers that you use to get really tall up, really high up. Mm-hmm. I cut off the paint roller and I attached a directional antenna to it. And I put it inside of my mystery ranch moto dragon bag. And I carried it around with me through the woods. And it allowed me to, to, um, to, to exactly geolocate people in the middle of nowhere. Um, and it was it was it was great. It, it worked. It worked. It but everybody it thought they were free and clear too. Yeah, yeah. So everyone thought up. they were free and clear. You know, every fourteen year old was like, um, I was on the NATO team. And I just didn't want to buy any Russian ammo and want to use my OCPs. But, <clears throat> um, but the but the, the Russians are like, comrade, they'll never find me. But realistically, I'm 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 on the other end. I can hear everything. The the issue there was just you know. Not everyone had a radio, so it wasn't truly effective. But in in the future, when we're talking about what I was talking about earlier with these the left wing militia that's in the area, I know they all use Balfangs. So what I could do is do the exact same thing I did in Milson West, just attach a attach a paint roller with a uh, uh, my directional antenna to, to my backpack, and I know where everybody is. And SCR gives me that capability. Um, is it possible to do it without SCR? Yeah, there, there's radios that you can. Um, where you can measure other connect other uh, signals, and you can see how powerful the signal is. But SDR does it in a way where you can filter it to a way that's readable by you, and it's very simple. I can also well, and the efficiency of effort too. Oh yeah, just being able to plug and play. Yeah, that's course. insane. So, and then SDR, the big thing that I use it for that I well scanning. SDR, mm. um, you can scan frequencies like crazy. So I can literally just plug in, you know, if I know that my enemy uses 462 to 465 um, megahertz, 
I could just plug that in on my SCR and it'll scan every single frequency between 462 and 465 immediately. And it'll do it in like wow. a fraction of a second. And it'll automatically wow. show me every frequency that's currently being used. And it, yeah, I can even record um, that, that what's being talked about automatically. Seriously. And then SDR that's also, insane. there's HackRF, which we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll jump into that later, but um, which allows you to, and you can record uh, unlocking and locking vehicles. And then play uh, that back. Unlock oh, dude, send it now. What's yeah. HackRF? HackRF? So ha- HackRF yes. is this, this, this guy named Scott from Great Scott Gadgets. Came up with it. And you can buy them on eBay now for like 200 bucks. The Chinese already already totally copied it. But I mean, that's the beauty of capitalism. Just, just take the same thing that the other guy did and make it cheaper. But what this guy did was he made this 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 SCR, uh, which is completely independent. It's not it's not a dongle like that you plug into your laptop. It's like a whole box that you plug into your laptop, and it's has its own suite of tools. And what it allows you to do is you can do a bunch of things with it. Um, all of it is for educational purposes, and the use of it is highly illegal. Now that we got the disclaimer out of the way, let's talk about how we can use it. Highly <laughs> illegal. It's all no so choice. illegal. Not oh, okay. It's, all, it's you know it, it's like the, it's like the FCC, the FCC says yours. you're not allowed to use more than five watts on GMRS. But who the f- gonna listen? <laughs> who the f- cares? Um. All right, we're having him back on more often. I like this. Yeah. So so HackRF, um, what I can do with it is is insane. Um, you know, I I've, I've used it to teach, and would I use it in an SHTF um situation? Of course not. Just kidding. 100% I would. 100% would. Um, I can jam frequencies. I can jam frequencies. What? So there was there was a um, there was a gang in in South Africa a couple a couple weeks ago. This went viral all over the gun community. This gang in South Africa, um, like totally robbed this place, um, and they they had this giant um, antenna uh, backpack on. Um, and they were jamming frequencies no within like a 10, 10 mile radius, and the whole uh, PN, PNW uh, Pacific Northwest Pacific Northwest Guerrilla went into it. I think S two Underground also touched on it, but um, what it was, um, it, they basically jammed every signal within like a ten block radius in order to successfully break into this facility. And people said, "Oh, this must be a ten thousand dollar gadget. How did they buy this?" Well. Yeah, the the thing that they used was probably ten thousand dollars, but the mm-hmm. the the materials I can buy this on eBay right now. Um, so with with HackRF, I can jam every frequency. I mean, it's it's highly illegal, but you can do it. Super illegal. Um, don't do it. HackRF. Bad. Yeah, bad. Don't do it. But HackRF, I can you know drive by a cop who's shooting radar and block all his radar. Um. It's, it's and it's easy to do um with HackRF, i can capture someone who's um uh unlocking their vehicle i can capture that radio frequency um i can view it and then i can replay it which is called a replay attack and um or or there's another one where if someone is trying to unlock their car i can block them from unlocking their car and then save the key that they're unlocking their car with, let no them unlock way. it, and then follow them home and unlock their car and take it. 
Oh my god. Um you okay, can use, look, you can do so much guys, more. I can don't... I can hack into the transponders of of planes and boats. Um I can Yeah, I know it's insane. It's 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 crazy what you can do and this is all civilian accessible equipment. Um it's, guys, it's not super illegal. Super totally illegal. illegal. Don't, don't do go it. on eBay and type in hack rf and buy one for $150. Do it's, not buy one for $150. Only, so bad. It's only if you're using it for educational purposes, you know? Um but, oh but my god. But this this is something that is publicly available and and it it's not going to change. It's we're, we're we have access to this. <clears throat> and um SDR is really was the beginning of it. SDR has only recently started being um used um by the military. Um because it's just it's so new of a platform. Um the the actual use case for it for civilian use is immeasurable. The military we were working with with um products that costed billions to develop. Meanwhile as civilians were buying something on um Amazon which is only $25 and we meet the exact same capabilities that the military has over now. That's insane. And yeah, and a lot of people are talking about how um we we need a machine gun because I mean I I percent agree you should have full auto no matter what you say but um but, but I I need I need a machine gun to match the government but I'm not thinking about SCR where I can match and find out exactly what the government's talking about. So, so another thing I want to bring up real quick and just, just another tidbit, the government excess of the DOD, the DOD can, can use it, but every government agency is blocked by federal law from using encrypted comms, except for tactical uses and the military or the DOD. Hmm. Um, and by tactical uses, it's defined as domestic terrorism, um, terrorism. It, it's very, there's a very short list and it's by congressional law. And the, the, um, and this is, this includes local agencies. Local agencies are not allowed to use encryption. They use something called trunked radio instead. And trunked radio is not really encrypted at all. You can still listen to it with SDR, but I don't, I don't really need to explain it too much. It's just the encapsulation thing I was talking about earlier. Okay. It's it's yeah. it's not really it's not really protected. It's just they're basically just hiding it. It's it's not it's not protected. But what I can do is using the knowledge that no government agency except for the duty is allowed to use encryption. I can use SDR to spend my entire Saturday listening to um, the HL HLS or NSA or um, or Department of Treasury. I can listen to everybody. I can listen to all the agencies. What I've told myself is, and I, I scan SCR every day. I scan it every day. I, I, I think I spend like at least an hour or two a day. I told myself, if there's ever something going on in 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 um in the United States, if there's ever a situation, it's gonna be when these agencies, when I can no longer hear what they're talking about. If I go uh, on SDR and I live right outside of DC, so I can do it. If I'm right, I'm right outside of DC, I can use my SDR and listen to everything that every government agency in DC is talking about. 
the day that I get on my SPR and I can't hear them because they're using encryption is the day when the fan. And that's the day when I'm bugging out. Jesus. I could probably I mean, do the same thing here because I live maybe 20 to 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes at best away from McDill Air Force Base. Yeah. But just what you said, though, right? So it's not just having the the technical, like the hardware and the technical know-how. It's the the being able to apply that to context, right? So not just what you can hear, but what you can't hear. You know, right. being able to have that know-how, that's yeah, huge. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely the analytical side. You know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, a sig- I'm a signals intelligence analyst. I'm a signals intelligence analyst. You know, you can't spell analyst without anal. Um, and and I'm I'm super I'm super anal about about being able to um, uh, listen to things and 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 inference what's going on. If I can listen to something, that's great. But I need to actually analyze and see what's what like if what's not being talked. If I know right. that if I know that the police are about to raid someone, and they're not talking about it at all, there's not a person talking about it in every radio. There's only five radios that are currently on that are being used by Baltimore Police Department, and they're completely away. I knew I hit the fan. Um, I know that sh- something's about to happen. Um, yeah, it's it's you know it's um, it, the the world would would have been much different if um, if if the Waco um, if, if if the Waco mm. uh, uh, um, church had uh, had SDR. They probably would have heard the ATF coming. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah. and that's just where we are. Um, because because at the end of the day, I mean, ATF is one of those agencies they can't use encryption. They're not allowed to. I mean, you can't. And and they didn't they didn't foresee that. And criminal investigation is not is not under the purview of, of encryption. Um, that's related to tactical inquiries like SWAT. If if SWAT was involved and SWAT was coming down to, um take out a uh take out a barricaded suspect even then they couldn't use encryption it needs to be something major that congress has allocated um, so here's the thing though even if they're not supposed to use it what's saying that they aren't like how no we that, that, that that's a good are? point exactly so so that so in most cases they won't because of cya they're going to cover their because the guy that says turn on your encryption he's going to get fired um and that's for most most operations, but that's why I say the day that I can't hear anything is the day when the fan. When when every government agency says we're not going to follow this law anymore because civil unrest or nuclear war or blah 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 zombie apocalypse whatever, that's the day when you know that something is wrong. Um, and it, it I mean a lot of telltale signs will also be when you sign on to your SDR and the the, the the um the, the the signals the um the frequencies that you're scanning through whether that be a militia or whatnot when those are completely populated completely full and everybody's talking to each other mm. that's another telltale sign that something's about something that is about to happen or has happened um the SDR when I teach it when I teach my students about it I'm not just teaching them how to use it I'm teaching them how to inference and how to analyze um what's going on Critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Critical thinking definitely goes into it. Last thing I had was what's what's a flipper zero? Yeah, so flipper zero is another cool, another cool, um, another cool tool like HackRF. 
So flipper zero is um, so in in SIGINT, we have you know we have signals intelligence. Um, we also dive into OPSEC, um, which is operational security, and OPSEC really dives into both network security and physical security. Physical security and network security are easily broken by the flipper zero. The flipper zero, I, I remember I spoke to an OSI agent who his whole job in OSI, which is Office of Special Investigation for the Air Force, they're like CID, but worse somehow. Um, <clears throat> their whole his whole job was to break into sensitive compartmented information facilities using whatever he could find and then report that information to the government. You know, cool. find weaknesses find weaknesses. His job was pretty bad. I wish I had that job. I probably but I don't entirely wish it because I probably would give them too much information. But um his whole job was to break into facilities and teach them how he did it. And one of the ways that he did it was he used a flipper zero, which allowed him to mm. replicate key cards that the military that military um official mil, mil, enlisted personnel were using. So you, you know, you, you walk up, you scan your cat, your can't pack or your badge, and you get into the door. Well, the Flipper Zero allows you to replicate that badge, allows you to clone. Wow. Um, Flipper Zero, I can um, use. There was a guy recently that posted online of him using. Um, it's called a Wi-Fi developer board. Installed on the Flipper Zero, and he was able to turn off the Wi-Fi for an entire um, hotel. He was able, and then and then subsequently. Once he turned off their Wi-Fi, he turned on his own Wi-Fi. So he turned off hotel guest Wi-Fi and turned on Flipper Zero guest Wi-Fi and was able to collect all their data. Using oh, wow. Wi-Fi. God. Um, and that's only 29 bucks. Yeah. Oh, Fl- Flipper Zero? No, the dev board. The oh, yeah, the dev, dev board is only 29 bucks. Yeah, Flipper Zero is like 150 Yeah. And what he, what, what people were able to do is, so, so obviously, you know, you, you give the tools... You give you give a fish a man or you give a man a fish he'll eat for a day. You teach a man a fish he'll eat for a lifetime. If you give a person a flipper zero or a hack or f, they're gonna learn not just how to use it but how to improve it. And what they've what what they've been doing is they've been creating different things. Like there's a a, a raptor mod for the flipper zero or a mayhem mod for the for the um hack or f. And the uh, the mayhem mod is exactly what you think. It's mayhem. It allows you to do Complete jamming, wide band jamming. Um, it allows you to do um, systematic walk through a parking lot and pick up every single um, unlocked key through the whole parking lot. It's 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 crazy. The Flipper Zero allows you to do the same thing. Flipper Zero. Uh, if you go on TikTok or Instagram or all these feeds, when you search up Flipper Zero, the only thing that people show is it has a universal remote where you can turn off any TV, where you can flip to any station you want. Sure, yeah, that's great. Wow. That's cool. These these people these uh these people in the inner in the inner city are buying the Flipper Zero, and then realizing that it comes with a lot more technical expertise than they currently have, and then selling it. But um, it it does a lot more than just a remote for a universal remote for a TV. You can do so much more with it. Um, and or, I mean you can um another thing that people have been doing with it. This is this is very prevalent in, in for criminals. Um. I talked about Internet of Things earlier, and ring doorbell cameras are huge. Um, um, Wi-Fi cameras are huge into this as well, where your whole security system, your whole security apparatus for your house 
is connected to Wi-Fi. What stops someone from going to your house outside your door, turning on their Flipper Zero, and turning off your Wi-Fi? Once they turn off your Wi-Fi, yeah, your security cameras are still recording, but you can't see them anymore. You don't. You're not notified. Wow. You're not notified when they see you, or when when they see somebody outside the door, because they're Wi-Fi. You just turned off the Wi-Fi. So it, it's really a modern day, you know, spray painting over the camera lens, but just with a touch of a button. And That's the culmination of SIGINT when we're when we're talking about it is there's so many possibilities that are often overlooked by groups. I mean, my group in particular didn't know Jack about Siginer at all until I until I came in and preached the gospel to him. Um and, and the the Groups kind of they overlook these technical expertise because if you think about it, we have access to it. Other groups, like that group that wants to kill sixty-five-year-olds, that group probably has access to it too. They mm. might use that that um, the Flipper Zero as part of their TCPs. They might use that RF to steal a car that maybe your your decked-out um, Toyota Tacoma with your um, six jerry cans, your push bar, and your full seven days of survival food, maybe they might want to steal that with their hack RF. Um, if they've got it, you're going to find out about it. Exactly. It's already yeah. there. Exactly. Um, yeah, so so Flipper Zero is just another one of those things that culminate, that falls into that second culmination. Um, which, I mean, it's, 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 it's very scary. Very scary of what, um, what you can do with it. Yeah. Like such a, it's a freaking ocean, man. It's an ocean of possibilities and information. That's that's crazy. Camo is just one of those things where it's just a huge rabbit hole. I mean, I I, I started with the RTO stuff. I started with the, uh, the radios and 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 teaching teaching people to use radios. I was a radio trainer. Um, did stuff like that. Um, and then you know you start with the radios and you're like okay well radio is all I need and then you fall into this rabbit hole of well I need to secure my secure my radio you're like okay well I need to look into my key loading all this other stuff and then you say okay well I want to hear my radio mm-hmm. without using a radio so then you look into SDR and then you fall into another rabbit hole of well SDR is great I can listen to people I can figure out where they are but what happens when I get to that? That's where HackRF comes into it. And it, I guarantee you HackRF is not going to, HackRF and Flipper Zero is not going to be that different. There's going to be a lot more capabilities that we as in this, in this community need to, need to be aware of. Um, if you, I mean, I'm in, I'm, I'm outside of Baltimore. I just did a search for Flipper Zero on Facebook Marketplace. And there are 17 Flipper Zeros being sold in Baltimore right now. And Holy if crap, anybody is man. aware of the demographic of Baltimore and the, the crime that is prevalent in Baltimore, I don't think those flipper zeros are being used for educational purposes like I use them. Um, I, I use or my HackRF right. to teach students. I don't think someone in downtown Baltimore is using a HackRF to teach students with. I think they're using it for malicious purposes. And groups that yeah. think that groups in urban areas or left-wing militias or even right-wing militias don't have access to this stuff, oh, they 100% do. They 100% do. 
and it, I agree, it's like an ocean. Uh, promo stuff is is so hard to get into, and once you get into it, it really sucks you in. I mean, this is my whole life now. <laughs> so I mean, um, yeah. So what's your so what's your last word for people? Yes, yeah, so because um, we this was just a drop in the bucket, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So but... so I I you know I talked about um the, the the Baofeng difference. I think I think what people need to know is that you can secure yourself for I mean you can secure three people for the same price as espresso. Get out as a group mm. and make a plan about how you want to secure yourself, even if it is with a Baofeng. Um, but you need to have more security in just getting on your frequency and talking to each other because that's not going to cut it. Everyone's listening to you. And what people need to do is in order to prove that to themselves, they need to get these capabilities and test it on themselves. So my group, so the Saturday I'm teaching an RTO class out in Hagerstown, Maryland. Um, a good seven or eight people from my group are coming out. and my whole goal while yes i'll be teaching them my class um i'll also i'm also planning on testing them um having them use what i've already taught them in the past to do we're just going to do some small unit tactics drills i'll have them run normal radio comms and i'm going to get on my sdr and i'm going to see what i can listen to see what i can hear because yes i have encryption keys loaded on all their radios but i'm not it's not guaranteed that they're going to use them um but what people need to do is they need to get out. They need to buy quality radios, quality parts, quality equipment, equipment that secures yourself. But you also need to test your equipment and test your group, test the knowledge. Um, SDR is, is that great tool that allows you to, like we've already gone over, to, to listen to everything. Um, one of my sales pitches, that one of my big sales pitches, I used to, I used to, um, travel around to um to to uh gun shows and i used to sell uh sell sell like foul things and i was an idiot and you know, I, I thought everything was was great you know when went to the gun shows i i i most re- my last gun show that i went to over a year ago i i sat next to these marine corps vets the, the marine corps vfw table with selling raffle tickets to their um their their brass henry rifle that they're raffling off for thousands of dollars or whatnot you know and i'm sitting next to these people and people ask me why are you selling and i was selling sdr sdr dongles at the time and they asked me why are you selling this stuff and truly what i said is i want to listen to everybody and everything um i want to listen to the government i want to listen to my neighbor down the street i want to listen to the person that says he's going to kill my father i want to listen to everybody and i want to hear everybody and people really need to follow that they need to fall into that where they where they buy sdr and use it for its purposes awesome well where can people find you yes yeah, so you can find me on my instagram my instagram um and my website so my instagram is Trebos concepts um i also have a uh my my website is atrebosconcepts.com which is atr O-P-O-S concepts.com. Um, all one word, no caps, no spaces. Uh, and then I also have a YouTube. Uh, my YouTube, I don't have any videos except for 22-man stuff. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I, I, I host a couple of classes each month. I host two classes a month. One is an RTO class, which is tactical RTO. One class is uh, SIGINT. They, they always fall, uh, follow each other. So I'm doing an RTO class this Saturday. This Sunday, I'm doing a SIGINT class to follow it up. Um, we have a 99-acre plot of land in Hagerstown, Maryland. Wow. Um, and then we have we also have we do shooting activities. So with the RTO class, um, we're working to integrate. Obviously, I don't really want to piss off the neighbors just yet. I want to break them in. But um the goal is to introduce pyrotechnics. I want to do um so we do like Ooh. call we do like call for fire, we do uh we, we go over call for no fire, way. we do nine lines, stuff yes. like that to practice. And the goal is to create stressful environments. So we're gonna introduce pyrotechnics, smoke, et cetera, blank fire. Um um, I'm trying to make it a really immersive experience. The RTO class, we go into that. And then SIG in class, the next day, we we do more. Um, I, I put out a 30 cal ammo can with a valve thing and an iPod, and I tell people to go find it. I use them tools to do it, and they do it. Cool. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> make sure everyone's fed. Every, Saturday dinner is guaranteed. Saturday, we're doing campfire chili. Sunday mornings, I'm, I make people um, do some eggs and bacon over the fire. But um, Trying to make it a fun experience, super immersive, and trying to make sure everybody goes home with super cool knowledge that they didn't previously have. That's awesome, man. Well, so if you guys think- it hasn't, yeah, if you haven't said it enough, thanks for the mic, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 pretty it's pretty scary. Everything. Yeah, man. I didn't need scary. to sleep at night, and I, I didn't even talk about the cyber stuff yet. I haven't even talked about cyber stuff yet. That's okay. We'll have you back to talk. About yeah, that. yeah. We'll we'll talk about it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh well zahar thanks for a lot for coming on man so guys we had zahar with atropos concepts and obviously a drop in the bucket and we can't wait to have you on again man so thanks again for coming on and until next time we're the hard time strongman podcast string up a bear class of man stay in the fight stay in the fight Hey guys, this is 6 and 7 with the Hard Time Strongman Podcast. Wanted to take a second to do a mental health check-in and to tell you all about the 988 Crisis Lifeline. So, the 988 Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, 7 days a week in the United States. You can reach the Lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text 988 to get help to get someone real on the phone. Every struggle is different. Every struggle is hard. But you are not alone in whatever you're going through. As someone who has used the 988 crisis line, I fully recommend that if you're feeling any of those feelings of depression, suicide, hopelessness, Get in touch with them immediately. They will help you. They will listen to you. Once again, guys, you can reach the Lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text them at 988. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight.